Welcome to another episode of the Benchwarmers. Welcome to the 54th episode. Follow us on Twitter at Benchwarmers06. Subscribe to our podcast at Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Stitchery. Please leave comments, rate us, and tweet us. Here are your hosts, Matt and Ryan. On today's episode, we'll be recapping last week's big games, then talk about games of the week, and finally, DJ and Corner. The Bench Warmers. Let's get into these game recaps. So let's start off in college football, where he had an upset, a big one, I would call it, in the Big 12, where we had Oklahoma, number five Oklahoma, lose to Kansas State. Uh, I mean, I must say, Ryan, I was pretty shocked by this one. Uh, Jalen Hurts was a, a front runner for Heisman contention. And he was tearing everybody up. The whole offense was killing everybody. But in Kansas State, not so much. Uh, obviously, uh, Big 12 defenses aren't the greatest defenses in the country. But, you know, you would think Oklahoma, being a powerhouse that they are, you know, led by Lincoln Riley as their coach, they'd be able to stop Kansas State because Kansas State uh, really isn't a college football powerhouse uh, for, you know, it's been some time since they've been really good. Um Ryan, the last time Kansas State was good was when Darren Sproles was in college, and man, Darren Sproles has been in the NFL for like 20 years, I'm pretty sure. So, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a long, long while for Kansas State. So, I was surprised by this, but uh, yeah, I don't know what your thoughts are. I was just shocked. I mean, I don't really have much to say besides I think Oklahoma just took themselves out of the playoff contention, really, because you can't lose a game to Kansas State uh, you know, this late in the year and think that you're going to make the playoffs. The now 20th ranked Kansas State. They're now ranked with that win. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really... I I really I'm just shocked. I mean, we were you were texting me, dude. They lost. I go, no, you you're joking me, right? I mean, they were killing them basically in the first quarter, and then at the end of the second quarter is when they kind of like blew it, and then they just kind of blew up and didn't know how. I forgot how to play football the rest of the game for the most part. Um, they played from behind from there on out and just could never get ahead of it. It was it was a real big shocker and upset, and I mean Kansas State is I don't know. I mean maybe they got the next you know. Darren Sproles on their team, and we just don't know about it, because uh, yeah, it was there was no way, and I'm pretty sure we talked about the, there's no way we were picking Oklahoma to lose to Kansas State. But then again, if you think about it, Matt, in the past couple of weeks and even this week especially, a lot of ranked teams lost this week. There have been a there was a lot of ranked teams who actually did lose, but this was one of the higher up ones, I think. I'm pretty sure I think there was one other one in the maybe in the top ten if that. Um, but a lot of ranked teams and the teams in the 20s definitely lost this week. And we saw um, Florida lose, right? It was Florida we were talking about who was in the playoff contention. They lost, or Georgia. Georgia ended up having that upset yeah. a couple weeks ago yeah. too. So, I mean, these teams that are getting there and getting close, they end up having these upsets to these these no-name schools. I'm sorry, not no-name schools. Schools that aren't really known for football as much these days um, and knocks them out, and Oklahoma just looks like a joke, really. I don't know if they were sleeping, but it is not a good sign for Oklahoma and Oklahoma fans. Yeah, I mean – they had Ryan's right. There have been a few upsets, but most of them, uh, you know, it was like a rank versus a rank, uh, like a Michigan Notre Dame, um, 
what the one we're going to talk about next. The Auburn, Your boys in Michigan. Yeah, Auburn, LSU. <laughs> the only other uh, one that comes to mind that was uh, ranked versus unranked that was an upset was uh, Texas loses to TCU, which is truly enough. That's right, I forgot about that one. Which is truly enough, another Big 12 uh, matchup. Uh, but uh, so let's get into the Auburn LSU game, which was an SEC matchup. Uh, Ryan, there was another fumble, uh, and uh, someone let you know. I don't want to hear that. I told you to stop. I told you to stop upda- updating me about that game while we're talking about this. All right, that just means I'm gonna lose to you, and I'm really upset right now. So stop it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Jack so for, the, for those that don't know, uh, Ryan and I are playing in fantasy football this week, and. Uh, I'm on my way to victory because uh, my Steelers defense. The Dolphins suck. I mean, there's a reason why they're winless, Ryan. But uh, let's get on to that Auburn-LSU game where LSU pulls off the victory here by, you know, a narrow margin. They've only won by three here. I mean, we expect this game to be close, Ryan. Uh, You know, a top-ten matchup in the SEC. Uh, I did not expect either team to, you know, truly kill it, but uh, we did – I believe we both picked LSU to win. Uh, we thought yep. that LSU was clearly the better team, but hey, I mean Auburn was definitely in the game. They didn't roll down or roll over and die at, by any means. But uh, you know, good win for LSU. Uh, I'm not sure who LSU plays this week, but I know they play Alabama the they're next, off next week. This week, oh, so they're off. Yeah, they're out. off this week. They play Alabama next week. So I mean, I guess it's good that they were able to take care of business uh, before their big match against Alabama. Yeah, I mean, in, in all honesty, both teams kind of played poorly, or I guess both defenses played really well, depending on how you look at it. Uh, but it was definitely a, a, a close game, which we both expected. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, neither of us expected to be a blowout that I remember um, when we were talking about it. Um, LSU was definitely the better team at the end of the day, and they were the better team on paper. But again, both defenses really showed up, and it was a tough fought matchup back and forth until basically the end of the the quarter basically um, when LSU was able to, to pull out um, and just stop uh, Auburn from running downfield and end up uh, getting uh, the win so it was a it was a really good game but it was uh, LSU on top all right so let's move on to the NFL Ryan where we had the undefeated San Francisco 49ers just massacre the Carolina Panthers I mean I think I've been saying this for a few weeks now. I did not expect the 49ers to be this good. Uh, I mean, I know the 49ers' defense is good. But, I mean, Jimmy G, it's not a bad quarterback. But I would, I would, I would not call him elite by any means. But by any means, I mean, I, I know uh, I know the, the Panthers, you know, without Cam Newton, uh, they don't have a great offense. But they still have, uh, you know, arguably uh, a, a top two running back in Christian McCaffrey. I expect them to put up a fight. But this was an obliteration from the get-go. Uh, the 49ers just, you know, took care of business and uh, are the uh, only remaining undefeated team in the NFC. Of course, the Patriots are the other undefeated team, uh, which is in the AFC. But, man, another big win for the 49ers. Um, I, I guess we'll see uh, when they eventually lose. But uh, at this rate, I mean, I, I don't know who's really going to compete with them. Uh, maybe Seattle or the LA Rams in their division, but for the most part, it looks like they've been, they've been taking care of business. Uh, yeah, I mean, Garoppolo really uh, actually did something this week. He was pretty consistent, pretty solid. Uh, 18 for 22 isn't, isn't too, too bad with two touchdowns. Obviously, that interception really doesn't help him, but for the, honestly, how poorly of a quarterback he's been of late. This was um, 
somewhat of a pretty good showing for him. Obviously, the defense really uh, just destroyed Carolina at the end of the day. And, um, well, it doesn't help when Coleman just rushes his, his life away and almost averaged 10 yards um, a carry, which is disgusting if you think about it, Matt. I mean, he had four so, touchdowns, yeah. so, you know, it works. Yeah, three were rushing and one receiving, right? That's correct. Yeah, so, I mean, and again, a 9.5 average on, on a rush, that's, that, that's disgusting. That's unheard of, really. I mean, unless you're playing against the Dolphins. But um, this is, they said, the 49ers really showed up. Garoppolo really showed some promise this time around in like, the last couple of weeks where he looked a little shaky. Um, again, still throwing interceptions doesn't look good. But, I mean, still, I mean, for throwing 18 for 22 with two touchdowns and an interception, it's not horrific. And luckily they have their their rushers really to um, really help him out in the backfield. So the, the next game was the Sunday night matchup. Ryan, the Packers, and the Chiefs. Well, I would say in the beginning of the season, a lot of people thought this was going to be a great matchup because you have Aaron Rodgers against Patrick Mahomes. Unfortunately, Mahomes getting hurt kind of, uh, you know, was a, what a, was a sad, sad story. But the Chiefs, uh, they held on, Ryan. I mean, they, they, they played pretty well, in my opinion. I did not think they would be actually in the game uh, with Matt Moore starting as their quarterback. But Aaron Rodgers, man, this guy, he's, he's a beast. Uh, he threw some... Uh, crazy passes. I don't know, Ryan, if you saw that one touchdown to Aaron Jones where he threw in the back of the end zone. I swear he just threw it up there. Somehow it got there. And uh, I know you were happy Aaron Jones uh, scored a lot because, you know, he was also on your fantasy Damn team. straight I was, but it doesn't help me if freaking Miami can't destroy the defense of the Steelers right now. I just keep bringing it up. I appreciate it. It's just want to, you know, reiterate. Just that, you know, it's okay. You know, it's okay. But, uh, yeah, uh, the Packers, uh, you know, still only had that one loss, but, you know, they had this win against the Chiefs, and uh, for the most part, I mean, like I said, I mean, I was, I, I respected the Chiefs' uh, uh, game this week because uh, I thought they were going to get destroyed pretty good because without Mahomes, I didn't think they were going to keep up with the Packers' offense. But hey, they, they, it was a close game, and they had a chance. But uh, then Rodgers took care of business, and that was that. Yeah, I mean, Matt Moore really surprised me as well here. I mean, against a, a really good team in the Packers, uh, I mean, really putting up 267 yards with two touchdowns and no interceptions is, is definitely some solid numbers from him. I mean, he had his, his rushing, with, which wasn't really great. Uh, so, But, again, he was able to perform uh, a lot better, and I think all above expectations what really anyone else thought, not just me and Matt. Um, I think that's what really gave them that edge sort of in that first half. And I think they went back to the drawing board and said, no, 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 we can't have this. And then that's when the Packers turned it around and turned it up and were able to really just manhandle Kansas City in that second half. But, yeah, I mean, it was, like, like Matt pointed out, it was, I was shocked at how well Matt Moore was able to do here. Um, and maybe he can at least get him um, another win or so before uh, Mahomes comes back. All right, so our final game we're going to recap this week comes from the NBA where – there was a shock, Ryan. The L.A. Clippers, who were destructing teams, I believe the first two teams they beat were the Lakers and the Warriors, if I'm not mistaken. And, That's correct. And, you know, those teams, two teams are, you know, respected in the NBA. You know, obviously, uh, the, the Lakers have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and Golden State has Steph Curry. Clippers dismantle both of them. Yet, yet, they lose to a team, which is not really that good. Well, at least we neither of us think they're really good. Uh, nope. The Phoenix Suns. Although they're two and one. 
They are now two and one. Just want to point that out. And their one loss came to the Sacramento Kings. I just want to point that out. Uh, yes, my <laughs> point is they're two and one. Their loss came to Sacramento, but their one big win comes that the Clippers that we're talking about. Like, are you kidding me? Well, that's the NBA today, Ryan. I mean, honestly, there's a lot of teams that are maybe maybe middle of the pack in the grand scheme of things. Uh, obviously, Clippers are an elite team. I think we both would agree. Uh, but I guess. Uh, now that you know a lot of teams are kind of well balanced, we don't have a so-called super team anymore. That uh, see, but that also makes this 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 season funner than than all all the rest in, in the recent history. If you think about it, because again, when's the last time you go see a, a, a Phoenix Suns type team who you bashed in the beginning of the season? I thought we were gonna be really good, and even without um, Aiton on the team, pull out a win against the Clippers. I mean, this this is what we talked about at the beginning of the season when we were, when we were talking about like teams is is. The whole, really, the whole NBA minus. There are a couple teams, obviously, are not, but my, but for the most part, the entire NBA is pretty much like you said, middle of the pack. And then you have, you know, obviously your better teams that you know are better. I mean, it's it makes it more entertaining because, like, like I said, there's nobody who was going to pick the Phoenix Suns to beat the Clippers that night. Yeah, no way, yeah, no chance, no chance. But hey, you, you respect the way the Phoenix Suns play hard, and you know you got a guy like Booker. Uh, obviously, like Ryan said Aiden suspended for 25 games. Uh, Dumbass. I can't. Who else is on their team? I can't even think now. Um, well, you, uh, you got Kaminsky. You can't, Sarge. Can't forget our boy Sarge, man. Yo, Sarge uh, is... Kelly Oubre Jr. I mean, yeah, now you bring those people up. Uh, yeah. Baines. <laughs> yeah. So, basically what just Ryan's mentioning is just people. But I care about Sarge. This is people on the team. Just just random Let's people. Let's talk about Sarge. Sarge is... He looks legend. sad out there, man. He looks sad out there. Because... <laughs> uh, no, I don't mean like playing on I mean, he just looks literally sad. He's sad that he's on a team that's god-awful. Uh, a team that's two and one is not god god awful. And like I mentioned to you, it's a small sample size. It's three games. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But yes, I mean he wants to be back in Philadelphia. I know. But yeah, I mean hats off to Phoenix to beating the Clippers, but uh, Clippers are still, uh, I would say, probably the the team to beat in the West. Uh, but I guess we'll see. Maybe really, you don't believe your your Lakers are the team that you picked to win the division, their division and the the Western Conference Finals. You don't think it's it's all about the Lakers? Is it the Clippers? I mean, the Clippers dismantled the Lakers, so there's that. It's my boys right there. But uh, my boy Kawhi, baby, lighting it up, and Lou Will. Those Phoenix Suns. Just, just gonna put it out there. Uh, yeah. This is true. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like like we said, I mean, we're we're both excited for the NBA season because there's just a lot of chaos just happening all the time. But uh, Ryan, I don't know if you have anything else to add in for that Clippers Suns game. Oh uh, no, just I'm happy the NBA is back, man, and you know. More more games like that, I think, the rest of the season we're going to see. So speaking of games and the seasons, uh, let's get into games of the week here, Matt. And let's roll into the NFL where there's really only one game that's really worth talking about. And that's the Sunday night game with the Pats at uh, the Baltimore Ravens. The Pats are still in the feed, obviously. The Ravens, I think, are 5-2, and two, if I remember correctly, Matt. Yes, at this point. Um, you have the Ravens, who have um, a really, really good defense going against, well, Tom Brady, um, as people would say, the greatest of all time, and a team that just keeps getting stacked and stacked with re- receivers for Tom Brady to throw to. Um, the Ravens' defense is really going to test Tom Brady and these this wide receiver core. I think that'll be a, a big challenge uh, for them. I think this will this will be a challenge for us to see, um, you know, how how well the receiving core. Obviously, not how well uh, Tom Brady can do because obviously he's still killing it out there but again it's just more or less to see you know as a, against a, a really good defense as he tear him apart it's gonna be a close game um and well you can't forget 
the fact that Baltimore Raven is actually really no slouch on the offensive side either. I mean, that's that's also the big uh, play here with um, with this game. I mean, obviously they they have two losses, but they came at you know some to some 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 decent teams, and uh, you know it's going to be uh, interesting to see what Harbaugh has install install in store. Jeez, Harbaugh, so I get you know I get a tongue tied. Uh, see what he has in store for. Um, the, the Patriots and Tom Brady and see what his Ravens can, can pull out and, and finally give the Pats their first loss this season. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the Ravens. You know, Lamar Jackson obviously is, you know, a, f- a very fun player to watch. And their offense is exciting. And like Ryan said, they have a pretty solid defense. But the the issue here is the Patriots' defense, Ryan, is historically good. I mean, they're, they're disgusting. They shut down everybody. I mean, they score touchdowns on defense. It doesn't make sense sometimes. Um, that's kind of what I want to see. I want to see how the Bill Belichick and his mastermind defense is able to slow down uh, Mr. Lamar Jackson because that'd be interesting to see. And I think they'll do it because Bill Belichick, he just locks down people, man. If he, he puts his mind uh, to it, he, he just shuts down people. And I think that's what he's going to do this week uh, in Baltimore. And I expect... The, the Patriots to stay undefeated uh, th- th- this week because uh, I think the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, is too young, and I don't think they're ready for uh, the, the big game against New England. Just because I want to go against you and, and everything right now, I'm going with the Ravens. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it should be interesting to see what, what comes out of that. So then, uh, like I said, that was really the only game. The next game to talk about, again, the only game to talk about really – in NCAA this week, because uh, really nothing else is going on, is number eight Georgia against uh, Florida in Florida's home. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so you have uh, Fromm from Georgia, who's been, you know, not too, too bad. And you have Trask from Florida, again, not too, too bad. He's been throwing, I feel, a lot better than uh, Fromm has, really. But you also have um, a really decent running back in, in Swift for Georgia. This is going to be um, a well-fought game on both ends. It is in Florida, and they're giving a minus six to, to Georgia in this game. Um, it's going to be, a, I think it's going to be a, a, a shootout in all honesty. Um, I like I like Georgia, but, you know, after that, that loss, it's kind of hard to pick them. Kind of the same way Matt hates uh, Michigan and, and how he, they screwed him over. I'm kind of with with Georgia and Florida on both sides of it, but I think that you know I think Florida is can win this one. Um, honestly, I think they're the they are they are the better team at the end of the day, um, and can be the better team. I have more faith in Trask, um, and I think that you know I think that they're they'll be ready for Georgia, and I think that Georgia's after that loss is not really the same team they were they were at the start of the season. I don't disagree with you here, Ryan. I think Georgia is gonna gonna go into uh, Gainesville and make it happen. I think that's what's going to happen here. Uh, well, you said that Georgia is favored by six, right? Yep. That's crazy that Georgia is favored by that much in Florida while Florida is ranked higher. That that just shows me that Vegas thinks that Georgia is a clear-cut better team. Um, so that's why I'm going to pick Georgia here. I mean, I, I, obviously, I know Florida is good. I'm not taking anything away from them. But I just don't think that they're in Georgia's level. I think, I mean, we spoke earlier in the year. We thought Georgia was one of the best teams uh, in the country. So 
I mean, yes, they had that one loss, but I don't, I don't think that's really going to uh, destroy them that much. But if they were to beat Florida in Gainesville, I mean, they're right back in that playoff hunt, Ryan. Uh, so I think that's where they're going to win. And then off of NCAA and off of football in general, we're going to move into the NBA here. And the first game comes uh, tomorrow night or tonight, depending on when you listen to this. And it's uh, the Dallas Mavericks at the undefeated Denver Nuggets. Um, this is uh, this is going to be an interesting game. I mean, you got obviously got Luca um, for Dallas. You know, this is his uh, second year in the league. They also have uh, Przingad playing pretty well for him. Then you have uh, on the other side, you have you have Jokic, you have Moutier, um, you have a few other guys. Honestly, with with Denver. I think Denver here is the better team. Again, I feel that Dallas is playing really, really well as a, as a team uh, this season. Obviously, like Matt pointed out earlier, we're talking about um, the Suns uh, beating the Clippers. It's a three-game sample size, so that really doesn't say much. Some teams are still trying to work out chemistry. Some teams, you know, don't have all their players and all that kind of stuff here. Uh, but in all honesty, I think that Denver is the all-around better team here, and I think Denver will stay undefeated at the end of the day against Dallas, but I'm not counting Dallas out um, by any means. I still think they can keep it um, a really close game, and I think it'll be uh, it'll be a fun game to watch. Like I said, I mean, not the NBA's back. That's no matter what, I'm gonna find a way to watch a, an NBA game every night. But I think it'll be a, I think this will be one of the one of the more entertaining games. Uh, even if uh, <laughs> even if I do think Denver will win, I still think that uh, Luca has a, a lot to to put out there, and I think that. Um, him and Przingis have worked really well together, and they're a fun duo to watch. Oh, yeah. I mean, no doubt about that. I mean, I think the key here is that Przingis being healthy really gives Dallas another option because obviously we know that how great Luka is, and, you know, I think he's playing pretty well to start off the year too. Uh, Denver, I mean, obviously they're led by Jokic, who, who uh, himself has having a, a pretty good start of the year too. Uh I mean, I thought he looked out of shape, Ryan, but hey, he keeps doing his thing, man. He looks like a fat blob, but it really doesn't matter, I guess, as long as he keeps scoring and rebounding. And it doesn't look like anyone can stop him from doing that. Uh, we'll see how Porzingis could match up with him. I don't know who on Denver could really guard Luka. I mean, I know their guards are not bad. I mean, you obviously got Jamal Murray, you got Will Barton, you got Gary Harris, which are all solid guys. But, I mean, I think Luka's still going to do his thing. Um, just because... You know, I'm biased, and I want the Sixers to be the only undefeated team. I'm going to pick the Mavericks to give them the first loss. Okay, I mean, that's fair. There are two other undefeated teams, though, in the West that you have to consider. Well, there's a reason. Um, well, go ahead. <laughs> and the one undefeated team that I am going to bring up right now, actually, I think we're bringing up all three undefeated teams, um, but <laughs> the other two undefeated teams I'm going to bring up are our Philadelphia 76ers against the Minnesota Timberwolves, which is actually at home. I don't know why I had that wrong. Um, I should know that it is uh, our home game, and um, after our our game tonight, Matt, I'm kind of shaky on it because um, we uh, we didn't look too good. Uh, we really let up a lot of threes. Um, Josh Richardson really helped us out on defense. I mean, he played phenomenal against uh, Trey Young and and really the entire Atlanta Hawks. He kept switching on and off. Um, this team is is still, I think, figuring some things out. I obviously. Um, Missing getting Mike Scott ejected early in the game, I thought was was BS uh, tonight. But I think that you know, obviously, I don't think he gets suspended. He can't play the next game uh, with something like that, so he should be there. Um, that'll be a big help for us against these guys. But dude, Towns has been balling it up this year. I mean, 
who would have thought that we're talking about undefeated teams this early? You'd be bringing up the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, where Towns is just playing disgustingly right now. Uh, it's gonna be, a, I think it's gonna be a really, really good game. It's gonna be a close game like this one was um, tonight. And um, I mean, I, I really hope we're still the only undefeated team at the end of the day. It's in our home. We love playing home. Our fans are crazy. Um, and as long as Embiid doesn't um, have a, a bothered ankle after being so paper thin these days, plays one game, gets hurt, can't play again. I mean, we should obviously, in all, in all honesty, beat these guys. But again, really, Embiid was the only one who would show up tonight. Horford didn't look too good. Uh, God, I'm forgetting everybody else on the team there. Uh, Harris uh, played horrible until the fourth quarter. I mean, and, and even Embiid, he was just turning the ball over. Just every, again, last year, my same problem with him is that spin move where he just spins the ball into the defense. You got to know where the defense is, guy. Man, like, come on now. Like, you're this front table. You should know when you're spinning, there's going to be a guy there. Hold the ball a lot tighter than that. Like, don't leave it wide open and get smacked at. I just. But again, I think it'll still be a great matchup. And Andy Towns is, uh, Carlton Towns is going to be the, uh, the biggest, uh, the biggest problem I think we faced so far this season in the uh in the post yeah i mean that's true but i'm not worried about carl anthony towns he's soft and we got him beat in horford so i ain't worried you know uh so yeah ryan I, I know you're not truly happy after today's win but let's not forget uh the hawks were also 2-0 coming into this game atlanta was at home uh trey young uh and atlanta started off really hot to uh begin this game they scored they scored uh 40 in the first quarter but we were able to get together our defense definitely stepped up in the, in the uh remaining quarters um like i told you um I, I thought atlanta was a good team uh that's why i picked them to win the division remember uh and th there's a reason why i did that i, I see that i know this team has a lot of upside and Chai young he's a really good player uh you obviously have john collins who uh, another nice player and you got the young guys like Reddish and Hunter who are not bad but at the end of the day I mean I think the Sixers uh, this win they probably would have lost this game last year Ryan because I know me and you said multiple multiple times we choked that one away we choked that one away we choked that one away but here we are we didn't choke this one away we Ryan. almost choked this one away close enough to it but yeah no you're right. no it doesn't true. matter we, it doesn't matter a win's it. a win you'll take it uh, a game oh, yeah. no I will uh, a game an away, away game uh, against a pretty solid team in Atlanta, we would have lost a la last year. We actually did lose to Atlanta uh, in Atlanta. I believe, I believe Trey Young hit a game winner against us last year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Yes. But here we are, and we locked Trey Young down at the end. Uh, whether it was Josh or Ben Simmons or Thibault, uh in, in the last quarter, the last couple quarters, we put him on pretty, we put shut him down pretty good. And you know, I'm glad that that's the case, and I think that that shows that bodes well for the future of this team. And the Timberwolves, yes, they're, they're, they're a solid team. But, yeah, I don't think they're, they're ready for a team like us yet. And I think we're going to win. Uh, and you said we're at home. So I, I don't see any reason why we're going to lose this one. Um, a man by the name of Covington? Oh, yeah, your favorite player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I said I, 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 If we play the same way we did this week, the, today, it's going to be a rough one for us. But, yeah, no, I, I mean, for the most part, we should win. And then on to the last undefeated team, just – Funny enough, I happen to bring them up because I'm pretty sure they are currently winning right now. I don't know if you know that off the top of your head, Matt, because um, they actually are playing currently, and that is the San Antonio Spurs. Um, 
Let me say, yep, San Antonio won. They barely beat Portland by three. So San Antonio is also undefeated, and they will go up against another team that we talked about earlier, and that is uh, the L.A. Clippers. Yeah. Um, again, San Antonio being undefeated can shock a lot of people. Again, for the most part, I thought they had a, a, a solid all-around team to be undefeated still. I mean, I would have, I, in all honesty, I probably would have expected them to lose to Portland. Uh, but, well, Portland really disappointed me today anyway. Uh, so, but, yeah, I mean, Spurs, obviously, I said, they, they had a solid team last year. Pop always has a, a team that's going to be playoff ready no matter what. Basically, the same guys from last year are there again. So, like we talked about earlier, with the NBA being more even all the way around, mediocre, whatever you want to call it, just a really good season, a really good um, NBA really all the way around, that you, you're going to see this. And the Spurs have been playing, you know, a really good game, really fundamental game as always. And they're going up against the Clippers, who really lost to the Phoenix Suns. So, as Matt pointed out, this is Thursday's game. As Matt pointed out, uh, he wants the Sixers to be the only undefeated team, and so do I. I think that this will be um, a really good test um, for the Spurs. Obviously, Portland is not a rollover team, so I think that was a test. The Clippers losing to the Suns, well, whether it was or was not a fluke, is neither here nor there. Uh, this will be a good test because you got um, a fantastic uh, six-man, the best of all time, and Lou Will um, with the Clippers who just goes off when he's on the court. Obviously, you have Kawhi out there. Um, this is gonna be this is gonna be a, a big test for to see what Pop and and uh, the Spurs can do. But like like I said earlier, I want the Sixers to be the only defeated team, and I'm gonna say the Clippers are gonna win this one. I'm with you. Uh, I mean, I think the Clippers are just a better team uh, overall. Uh, Spurs. I mean, like Ryan said, I mean, I'm not surprised if Spurs ever do well. I mean, as long as Popovich's there, somehow they want to do well. Uh, a lot of people I heard uh, before the season say, "Oh yeah, this is the year that the Spurs fall off." How? How are they going to fall off? They don't ever fall off. It's been freaking 25 years. They haven't fell off yet. Uh, you know, guys like Duncan, Ginobili, Parker, Robinson, they all leave. But here we are. Doesn't matter. Kawhi. Don't forget Kawhi. Uh, I mean, he, uh, yeah. Kawhi, you left too. Uh, I mean, Aldridge, uh, DeRozan, um, clearly are the leaders of these teams. But I think Clippers, I mean, like we mentioned before, uh, yeah, they lost to the Phoenix Suns last week, but at the end of the day, you got Kawhi, you got uh, you got a guy like Kawhi. I mean, and uh, just a well-balanced team like Ryan mentioned, like Lou Will. Uh, they just have too Patrick many. Patrick Beverly. Yeah, I'm not gonna. There's no point in naming him, but I mean, I'm just saying in the grand scheme of things, there's there's more uh, well-balanced than I would say a Spurs team is. But I, I think it's gonna be a close game. I'm not gonna say by any means that. Uh, it's going to be a blowout, but I think it's in L.A. giving the Clippers that, that advantage, and that's why I'm going to pick the Clippers. This is the D-Gen Corner. All right, let's move on to the D-Gen Corner, where I had an awful week with going 0-3. And, uh, and Ryan, uh, not much better, going 1-2, and... Two, and our records currently, I'm 10 and 17, and Ryan is 12 and 15. So, uh, wow. yeah, we're not good. We're not good at this guy. If anyone this is, is using, bad year for us. If anyone is using our picks to bet on, on anything, please don't. Just stop. Just don't let, go opposite. Go opposite for what we you, do. <laughs> you should have stopped a while ago. Let's put it that way. Yeah, if you go opposite from us, you actually win. That, that's what you got to do. Uh, but, 
either way, uh, we're going to continue to do this because we'll see how bad we could be. Uh, my pick for this week are Patriots minus three and a half against the Ravens, Lions plus two against the Raiders, and Packers minus three against the Chargers. And my picks are Colts minus one and a half against the Steelers, Kansas State minus five and a half against Kansas, and Florida plus six versus Georgia. Just to reiterate, I have Pats, Lions, Packers. And I have Colts, Kansas State, and Florida. All right, so uh, we, you know, uh, purposely have not spoken about the World Series because uh, we're going to wait till it is over. Uh, you know, obviously it's currently 3-2 Astros. So probably, you know, in the next, you know, couple days, uh, it'll be the end of the World Series. And Ryan and I will be recapping that for next week. That's all we have for this week's podcast of the Benchwarmers. Once again, you can follow us on Twitter at Benchwarmers06. You can subscribe to our podcast on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud and Stitcher. See you guys next week. The Benchwarmers.